Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Ask Melvin anything. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to AMA or Ask Melvin Anything. Uh, This is the show where we call up my friend Melvin. Uh, who I've known for several years, who I think is a very smart man, a very learned man, a very red individual. Uh, and uh, we ask him about a subject, and he tells us how it is. Melvin, you there? Hey, Mike. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate you, sir. And How's it going, buddy? And, man, I'm good. It's always exciting to get to spend time with you. So yeah. thanks same here. Yeah. My, I, I wish, I wish my wife would say that, but, uh, so, yeah. uh, um, it's a beautiful day outside. It's starting to get to be fall around here. Uh, you can tell that because it only reaches the eighties each day. Um, it, uh, still gets a little, a little warm in the afternoons, but, but we're headed towards, uh, that fall weather. I can't wait until I can bust out that one sweater I own uh, here in Texas. Um, but that is kind of a lead into this subject that I wanted to bring up today. So I run a, um, a podcast network, right? I've been doing that for, say, three years, um, building steadily, you know, had this thing happen in life, had that thing happen in life. Everybody has stuff that happens as they're going through uh, their existence. Um, Very rarely do we roll from one thing to the next and, you know, not have some sort of speed bump or whatever. But to many people, that is reality. So that's what I wanted to ask you about, Melvin. I've heard people talk about, you know, maybe this is not the actual reality. Maybe, um, we're, we're all cogs in a machine somewhere, you know, everybody's seen the matrix, you know, maybe all the humans are batteries. So tell me about reality, Melvin. So Mike, I'm glad you asked that. So think about the color green. And before we go there, I'm going to hijack this. And uh, you, you talked about going through seasons in our lives. Yeah. And, and I, I think about a mountain stream. Have you ever been up to the mountains and been by a stream? Oh, sure. Yeah. And, cool, and refreshing. So I, I, 
Yep, I have too. And so you can hear that sing, that that stream singing. And how does that sing, stream sing, Mike? It's because of the 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 trees that have fallen in it, the rocks, the the sure. things that are in the stream. The water has to overcome those obstacles, and that's what we hear, and that that's calming to us. And so I think about our lives and and the shit we go through at times and and uh, you know it's hard to in the middle of it but if you if you think about that and and it, it can help and and really for me it's i i think about it afterwards not yeah. in the middle of it sure yeah it's so, tough it's tough to be in the middle of one of those obstacles and really think oh good i'm glad this is happening this will really change me and shape me right yeah and and so when i say green mike yeah if if you and I could do that Vulcan mind meld and see the same thing, then then that would be be cool. But if if we put out you squirted out the the what you what comes to mind when I say green, mm -hmm. and I squirt out what comes to my mind when I say green, they're probably not going to match. Right. There'll be you know we know what green is so sure. you know we. So, so in that, in the reality of things, uh, you know, it's your opinion. You, you say a thing, you know, I say a thing, yeah. uh, you know, we, we go through life and we're trained through education, through our school, you know, our parents that, that we don't question, we, we just press on and, and, and accept it. But, you know, if you stop and, and think what, you know, what, what is your lived reality? Mm -hmm. Even if we go through the same thing and you and I've gone through the same things at points mm -hmm. and then some of those things are, are different. There's a mismatch. So are you saying that it's, that it's experience, uh, perception? Um, I'm assuming you're, you're, uh, you're also alluding to attitude. All of those things shape your reality. Right. Okay. Yeah, you said it well. Can can I quote you on that? Yeah, you can you can quote me on that, including the uhs and the ums. Um, right. So, if that's the case, are we saying that we can change our reality? Absolutely. Okay. How do I do that? Because I'm ready. I'm ready to change my reality. What do I do? What's What's Mike do? What What's any of us do is we don't stop yeah uh, you know we we talked last time about uh first you know about failing uh first attempt at yeah in, in a living mm -hmm. and and so um you know change change our reality how do we do that you know i um i think about when i was a, a youngster i worked at a textile mill and I was on production, so you understand what that is, Mike. Yeah, I'm assuming that uh, you you had to put pieces out. Right. So if I did uh, eighteen thousand yards in the twelve hour shift, mm -hmm. I made a baseline, and so if I did more, I made more, and so I never stopped. That's how, and I'm bringing up how we change our reality. Right. I I uh, worked at that textile mill. I had the record for a 12 hour shift when I left, which was 36,666 yards. Say wow. that Mike. 36,666 yards. All right. And so I was making more money than my supervisor 
And and so that was that I think about that. You asked, how do you change your reality? I never stopped my machine. I would uh, have a long, what, whatever the machine was, yeah, you know, sure. I, so I'd have a, a long run and I, I would plan it out. And so I'd say, uh, you know, I, I would uh, turn it down. So the machine was just barely creeping. Mm-hmm. So on the textile mill, I, I changed my reality, Mike, you know, you asked that question about that. And so yeah. I, I would uh, not stop. I would make sure there was forward motion. Mm-hmm. When, and, and it could be very simple as in you, you were on the machine next to me doing a similar thing, running production and you'd turn off your machine to go take a break, which was allowed. Right. And, I'd flip you a quarter at that time. You remember this was years ago and, and uh, say, I need a Dr. Pepper. Mm -hmm. You would go sit in the break room and smoke and, and uh, drink your soda pop. And then you'd bring to me. And so my forward motion never stopped. Uh And so that, that I, I told that story to answer your question in, in that I, I, no matter how small the step, no matter how minute uh, the motion was, I I thought it through my day that that twelve hour shift, and and uh, changed my reality from from what I was doing um, to to uh, growing. So, are you saying that the in order to change my reality, I have to stop smoking and eating and get somebody else to buy my drinks for me? Well, you, you buy it yourself. You just give them the cash. I get it. And, I get it. and it's not stop, you know, and you still have to do things, enjoy things. Sure. Um, yeah. And, and that's just, saying, just one. You're just saying you just kept the motion. You just kept going, kept going. Yeah. 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 So, and tell I me, I was far from perfect. I was, yeah. I would, um, I would make mistakes. Sure. And, and uh, just go from there. Yeah. So how do you make a mistake in a textile mill? Does that just mean the fabric backs up on you or what? Yeah. yeah. Um, you're, you're, uh, uh, trying to, to keep putting out the production. Yeah. You're trying to get the, the yards down so they can get loaded on the truck so they can go to the factory so they can cut and, and make jeans and, and things sure. out of that stuff. Sure. So, uh, you know, making a mistake, I, I would, uh, uh, pick a, a, make a, make a wrong choice or, uh, or unless an optimum choice, it would, I would choose a roll of cloth to run through my machine and, and, uh, think I was, uh, bigger than, than the problems I mm. saw on, on the map. Yeah. And, and, uh, it would be a slow day that day. I think a lot of us make those mistakes though. We, we, and this is still in that reality, um, sphere. Um, we, we get to the point where we think we're hot stuff, you know, as far as, as our day-to-day activities or, or anything that we've done before, you know, I know for me, I'll think, oh man, I'm really getting caught up here. Maybe I can just put my feet up for, you know, a few minutes or something. And then I look down and there's 17 things that I forgot to do. You know, um, I think that's kind of what you're saying with the textile mill that, um, if you get cocky or you get to where you think it's easy, 
that that's when you're most often to make mistakes. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not saying this is a, an easy thing that we're talking about, Mike, you know, reality yesterday. Yeah. Ate two, I ate two hot dogs with <laughs> loads of chili and, and uh, chili flavored Fritos. Uh huh. So my reality was upset stomach sure. for hours. And, yeah. and but you knew that going in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how does, uh, here's, here's something I've started to experience, uh, a great deal. Um, age, age seems to be really catching up with me here lately. Um, okay. how, how does that impact our overall reality? You heard of the hero's journey? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, and I just learned this. So life is that for us, Mike. You know, where are you on that, on that journey? Are you the, the one leaving home out, going out to the wilderness yeah. or are you the, the one that's the, the wise one that, that helps that one? Yeah. So, so, uh, for my life, I, I kept thinking, okay, I need to still be that, that one. Right. Uh, the hero, you know, out, but you know, still, I'm still on the hero's journey. If I'm the one helping that next person, does that, that help you with what you're talking about? So you're saying as far as, as, as my reality goes, um, I'm choosing to either be a leader or a follower for the most part. I guess a leader is somebody who passes on wisdom and, and shows the way uh, and therefore um, creates their, uh, their value, you know, say in a tribe or, or whatever. Uh, right. And then the follower is the one that gets old and lets things happen to them and just kind of does what, what they're supposed to do, goes off into the woods and you never see them again. Uh, kind of Mike and, you know, and I, I'd like to interject here real quick, Please do. that, that, uh, you know, leader and follower, you've said those terms a lot right now. And, uh, the, you know, there can be a stigma with being a follower. Right. And I fall into that at times, but realistically, I'm a damn good follower. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, uh, that that leader needs me to hold them up to right. prop them up. To, otherwise they've got nobody to lead right yeah yeah and some people don't need people to lead oh well, that's true i guess so that's reality yeah so mm-hmm. um i guess i'm i'm still kind of i'm still kind of questioning the reality thing all right okay so my reality is what I see every day. And I have these moments, man, where um, I start thinking kind of outside my body 
You know what I mean? Right. Like right. there are times when, when I'm just going about and doing the regular stuff of the day, like let's say, you know, 10 o'clock hits and, and it, my wife and I both look at each other and it's, you know, about bedtime, that kind of thing. But we've got to do the, the nine things that we have to do before we go to bed. You know, the same stuff we do every day, right. um, cover up the couches so the dogs don't get on them. Um, get the sleeping pills, you know, um, lock the doors, you know, all of that stuff, all of the stuff, right. right. To feel safe, to get in your bed and, and in my case to not go to sleep. But, um, it, it, it's weird sometimes because I, I have like these moments of, and it's not deja vu really, because I'm not seeing myself as having done it before, but I'm just like, is this really what's going on? You know, I, I question that in my, in my head. I'm, I'm like, it's weird that I'm inside here, but I can see myself doing these things. Is that, does that make any sense whatsoever? Mike, it does. And, yeah. and I think it is so awesome. That's one of the things why I like you. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, you know, I, I think about, there are people in life that never have the thoughts that you were just expressing. Yeah, I guess so. That is sad. Is it? It's cause it some, is. Because sometimes I think, well, shoot, if they never have those thoughts, maybe it never bugs them. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm stripping away the bugging you part. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the, that you are cognizant of your thinking. Oh, you are, you are, are, uh, uh I'm definitely you know, cognizant of my thinking, um, yeah. but it sometimes feels like a curse rather than a blessing, you know, um, because yeah. you can, you can certainly overthink things, you know, sometimes, right. sometimes it's okay to just go along for the ride, you know, and not, yeah, yeah. not overthink yeah. it. Uh, yeah. that is, that I is definitely an issue <laughs> I have. I have a book for that, Mike. Yeah, I bet you do. That's the one thing that uh, anybody listening, anybody who's still listening to this, um, that's the one thing about Melvin. He has, what do you got, two libraries in your house? Yeah. Yeah. How many books would you say you have? Uh, we've been lightening the load, so, uh, you know, it's... It's only 50,000. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. I know yeah. it's a lot. And, and almost anything that Melvin and I talk about, he can produce a book that either references it, solves it, or causes the problem to get bigger. Or the other, right. Uh, yeah. he is, a, he is a well-read man. To throw out that book, the, um, Dale Carnegie, how yeah. to stop worrying, how to stop worrying and start living. Yeah. And, at the time that I found that book, I, I had, uh, uh, you know, if I would fall asleep within three hours of laying down, mm -hmm. it was a good night. Mm -hmm. And it was most of the time longer than three hours. Yeah. And I could not turn off my brain just going and going. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not exaggerating, Mike, I credit that book with saving my life because my, my head was, you know, on the verge of exploding. Really? So what did um, it teach you? What did it, um, what did you draw from that book that made such a big difference? What's the worst case? What's the worst thing that's going to happen in what you're thinking, Melvin? 
All right. What's the percentage? And the, and it went through and showed percentages on gotcha. the likelihood. And, and uh, so, okay, guess what? Just accept that, 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 that could happen and yeah. now go on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that is, and, and I don't remember if we talked about this last time or not, but that is one thing that, that I have had to really struggle with over the last few years is, is um, letting stuff go. Right. You know, it'll still be there in the morning, that kind of thing. And if things don't come out, you know, 12 o'clock noon, then they'll come out at 12.05, you know, that kind of thing. And and the right. world's not going to stop because that happens. world's not going to stop whether I live or die. And so <laughs> the world's certainly not going to stop as to whether I get a paper to somebody on time or whether I – and it's not that I shouldn't still strive to do those things but I shouldn't let those things keep me from living either. Right. Is that, is that about what you're, what you're thinking? Yeah. yeah. There's definitely a balance for us. Surely that book's on, on audiobook at this point, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll send you the link. It's, it's a, there's okay. a, I've got it on YouTube and so it's not easy to. Cause letters to and words are not my friend. I, uh, right. I'm, I would much rather have audio waves. Right. Um, okay. Well, I think, uh, we have reached the, just about the end of our time here, Melvin. So, uh, uh, now comes the time, uh, when we wind things down and we talk about what Melvin's reading. So some good books this week, Mike, and, yeah. and uh, each of them I'm, I'm dipping back in. Okay. And so one of them is called Pendulum and it's, uh, by Rory H. Williams and Michael R. Drew. And, and Roy, H, about, Roy H. Williams is somebody you've talked about before. Yeah. That you yeah. and I have talked about before. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. The wizard of ads. Yeah. And there's a whole lot of books that, that he's written and, and all that. Well, I'm sure we'll get to those. Right. Pendulum talks about the, the cycles from we to me, whichever side of the, the, the pendulum that's on, you know, it's, you know, for this purpose, it's uh, when you go to, either one of those each, each a we cycle or a me cycle are good but when you go to the extreme each cycle gets to a fecal hurricane yeah and so why i was dipping, dipping back in it is that 2023 is the top of the we cycle and uh, i'll just leave it with that that it's it's a a, a crazy time we talked about that before uh you and i not necessarily on mic here but uh, we talked about the me cycle and we cycle uh, being right. what the planet is going through, not just us personally. Yeah. Society. Yeah. Society in general. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. You can look through those 40 year cycles and you can go back to antiquity and see those. And, mm -hmm. and so let's say in our, in our, you know, not when we've been alive, you weren't alive in, in the forties and all that, but were you, you? Don't, you don't know. Okay. But look at, look at the, the music in yeah. the we cycles yeah. and there, there's similar uh, beats in those. And, and so it, it's, it's uh, almost unnerving looking and seeing those, those cycles and how it works. And yeah, I think, and, I think everybody thinks everything is new. And right. There's really nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a good thing to say. Just different flavors. That's about right. it. Yeah. 
Then another book is Do the Work, which is part of the Domino Project that uh, Seth Godin did years ago. Oh, yeah. You love, all... you love some Seth. Yeah. So Stephen Pressfield is the one that did Do the Work. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of information from... Uh, from some of his other work in, in the book and, and why I jumped back into this, you know, I read it years ago when it came out and I, I referred to it. I had it in my high school classroom mm -hmm. for the students. I would pull it out and show them things. And, and, uh, you know, that, that's what I need to do is, is do the work, ship it, get, get the work out there for folks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for me. Boy, that's, that's the most important part right there at the end. You know, it's, it's, I, I make this reference all the time, but it's like, uh, when you get on an airplane, you see that, that little cartoon in front of you of what to do. If the plane starts going down, um, you see the oxygen mask and, um, one of the panels is, uh, you're assuming a, a young mother putting the oxygen mask on herself first before she puts it on her child. And, and at first glance, you could think, oh, well, that's very selfish. Well, it's really not because she's got to live to make sure her daughter lives or her child lives or, or the person next to her lives. If you're not doing the work for yourself, then you are going to have a real hard time doing it for others. Is that fair? That is a, uh, that I think that's a reality that all of us share. That when you said that, it's the same reality for me yeah. as what you see. Hey, I want to share something with you, and I don't know if this has anything to do with reality or whatever, but uh, I just found this to be a really good, um, I don't know. I listen to a ton of podcasts. I know, shocking, but um, <laughs> I listen to podcasts about podcasts. I listen to podcasts about marketing, um, those different things. And uh, I was listening to one the other day. And the guy was talking about making a pitch. Um, <clears throat> and then somebody here was making like a pitch deck or something the other day, and they were struggling right. with it. And um, Anyway, the guy said that when you're pitching something, that you should always strive to describe the thing you're pitching as the something of something else. So that makes no sense when I say it that way. But if I had let's say my business was making horse training videos, right? right? I went out, I filmed all these videos about horses and how you train them and shoe them and, you know, I don't know, dress them. I, I don't know what you do with horses. But anyway, let's say I had this big library of horse videos and I want to pitch this to somebody so that they can buy into it. I can put them behind a paywall and I can be rich, you know, me and my horses. Right. Um, well, I would say instead of saying, um, you know, I've got my first slide and it says horses are us or whatever I'm calling the place. And then under it, you know, you want some sort of impact statement so they can s tell what it is. I would say horse videos for the horse enthusiast or something like that. Right. Well, that doesn't tell you a lot about what I do. Now, if I say horses are us, the Netflix of horse videos. You automatically know what that is. I don't have to describe it. I don't have to tell you, well, see, Netflix is a thing where you blah, 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 blah. No, it's right. just like me saying the Xerox of this or the Kleenex of that or the, you know, whatever, big brand name. You take right, a thing right. that's already established 
and you describe your thing in, in that way. And that way, immediately, they've got a picture in their head going into it. So that's just my right. little, that's my little tip for the week there. There you go. So I just I repeated I something try, somebody else said. To do that? <laughs> Can I try to do that real quick, Mike? Yeah, please do. Okay. Let me think. Mike Hamilton, <laughs> the Babe Ruth of podcast world. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I got got fat, smoked cigars, and died. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I just think but, I thought and, it was every once in a while something hits my brain and it just yeah, it lights yeah. it up, you know. And I'm like, oh crap, why hadn't I been doing that all along? Right. So, but sure. that's that's part of my sure. reality, right? And that yeah, uh, yeah. And then you're gonna add to my reality by sending me the the link to that book. I am. All right, buddy. It's been fun. Always hey, is. last thoughts for you, Mike. Yep, go. So Stephen Pressfield in in the Do the Work, he says, on the field of the self, stand a knight and a dragon. You are the knight. Resistance is the dragon. Yeah, that makes total sense. Resistance is always that thing, and it can it comes in many, many forms. Um, resistance can be self-doubt. Resistance can be family resistance can be almost anything. It's that thing that keeps you from doing that other thing. Amen. All right, buddy. Have a good week. Thanks, man. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. did a great job.